This is Pastor Matt at North Plinko Baptist Church. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Not Another Revelation Podcast. We hope you guys enjoy. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started uh, on uh, another episode of Not Another Revelation Podcast. And last week, we got all the way through verse 1 of Oof. chapter 13. So maybe we'll get through verse 2 this week, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. There's still, there's so much information in this. And John is just throwing the the allegories at us, and he's pulling from, we saw the the in chapter 12, the imagery from Genesis, and today we're going to once again be pulling stuff from, from Daniel 7 mm-hmm. and all over the Old Testament. But let's go ahead and dig in and remember what we talked about last week. And I saw a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads, with ten diadems on its horn and blasphemous names on his head. And so we talked uh, about what that represents and the idea of confederations and Three of those horns being ripped out by the mm-hmm. roots. So we talked about wisdom teeth getting pulled. Ooh, not good. We talked about uh, blasphemies and that blasphemies aren't just necessarily the 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 lowest common denominator, which we think of, which is cussing, um, taking the Lord's name in vain. But it, it goes a lot deeper than that. So now we get to, and the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And to it the dragon gave his power and his throne and great authority. All right, so maybe we're not going to get out of verse 2. <laughs> so, okay, so, and the beast I saw was like a leopard. So, as we have talked about throughout the book of Revelation, and just yesterday I had someone that came to me, they are studying uh, apocalyptic literature in the Bible. They're, they're trying to wrap their brain around it. They were absolutely convinced that the New Babylon is New York. They, okay. They had this whole um, financial system put together thing, and, and I told him, I said, uh, when the Bible is vague, it's vague for a reason. Because if you build your theology around your theory, then what do you do the day after New York goes bankrupt? And throughout Christian history, people have tried to use their current circumstances and then eisegete Revelation onto that, and that's never successful. 400 years of scholarship was fairly convinced that the Catholic Church is what's in reference. Yeah, and, and it's a little bit different, like we've talked about all throughout this series. Again, I think we talked about this last week. It's it's different when you see some things where it's, again, and we'll use the example of like when the two witnesses are killed and then they come back to life. And then, it, and then you know, it's revela- or John says in his revelation, says everybody across the world sees it. Well, again, 400 years ago, it's like, well, that seems kind of, that seems kind of crazy, but now as technology is as advanced, and there's tons of examples like that of things that, well, it could be this, and now I see the means of how that could happen. So yeah, sure, it could be that, and, and I don't, that's not, and I'm not saying that's definitely it's, it's separate from what you're saying in terms of I'm not putting our content, I'm not taking revelation to putting into my context. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, 
through the through the ways that that, that the civil civilization things have advanced, I can easily I can see how some of that stuff can get done. And so it's you kind of want to you want to make sure you don't cross that line where it's you know today it's the Democrats or it's the Republicans or it's could I mean I mean it could be it could be either one of those it could be somebody it could be a political party we don't know it could it could be McDonald's I don't I don't know who or what it is because it doesn't say they've got a pretty pretty stranglehold on fast food yeah I mean you they go do. anywhere in the world it's there. McDonald's, Kit Kats for some reason, and Pringles and Coke. I was gonna say I feel like Coke's in there for sure. Coke, Coke's Coke. everywhere. I've never been to the Coke factory, but I've heard like some of those some of the Cokes from different countries taste terrible. Like it's just disgusting. I, I was just, I, I, you know, the other day in a sermon, I told the story about being in an airport in Birat Nagar in uh, Nepal, and the monkey coming in. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. This monkey comes in and and gets in a snack machine. In that same airport, I. I I was sitting there with the pastor that I was with, and we're eating Kit Kats and Pringles and drinking a Coke, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, how weird is this <laughs> that I am halfway across the literally the halfway across the world, and I'm eating me a Kit Kat like it ain't no thing. <laughs> um, so it could be Kit Kat. It could be the whatever. Mars Corporation is the beast. So, so we just have to be really careful that. God knows. In fact, Cyrus is predicted that he is who's going to send the nation of Israel back mm-hmm. by name 70 years before he was born. God can do that. He has done that. He could get real stinking specific here. Well, and when he does, like part of this, when we're talking about, you know, hey, who's in the in chapter 12, I had a conversation this past week with someone who for lack of a better term, really just likes to argue theology. Sure. I really don't think that there's a starting point or an end game. He just likes to argue. Uh, you know, I've been and, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's talking about, well, you know, it says the dragon is Satan, but there's a t- there's a different dragon all the time. I was like, yeah, there is. There's there's the dragon mentioned different times, and each time, it was named like it's it's the, right. dra- it's the dragon. It's the same dude, same guy, right? Because he's actually named. Now there's other times I can't say who it is or who it's not. But in in those specific cases where it's really specific in in chapter twelve, he says the dragon, the adversary, the enemy, that ancient serpent, Satan. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. I was like, I was like, my man, and I almost just said his name on accident. I said, my man, like this is, this, <laughs> I can't get much clearer than this. Like whatever version you you want to read or whatever, it, it says it says who this is. So there's times where it's really really specific, and there's times where it's, I mean, it could be this, could be that. It's like this, it's like that. It could be a lot of different things, but we just don't know. And I think this is one of these passages that I mean, we see it's like this, it's like that in terms of the attributes that we see of these these kingdoms that are referenced in Daniel. Um, and, and so I'm sure we're about to get into that. So, yes, you, you see me holding Daniel seven here. <laughs> All right. So let me read Daniel seven, three through seven, and it's going to make this crystal clear. And four great beasts came out of the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Then as I looked, its wings were plucked off and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. And the mind of a man was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one, like a bear. It was raised up on one side. It had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And it was told, Arise, devour much flesh. And after this I looked, and behold, another, like a leopard, with four wings of a bird on its back. And the beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. And after this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, terrifying and dreadful and exceedingly strong. It had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in pieces and stamped what was left with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. So now we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so clearly, though, we see the, the critters are the same. Mm-hmm. We've got leopard, a bear, and a lion. It's interesting to me that for Daniel, it goes lion, bear, leopard. Then and for here. John, it goes leopard, lion, bear. Leopard, bear, lion. Yeah. And uh, John MacArthur, in his commentary on this, says that Daniel's looking forward to things that are going to happen because these are descriptors of different kingdoms. And with with Daniel, they're different kingdoms. With John, they're all kind of conglomerated together. And we'll look at that. But Daniel is seeing them from the past, prophesying future. Mm -hmm. John is looking from the position of eternity, looking backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're in reverse order, which is kind of cool. Again, it, it's very clear that these are representing kingdoms and the attributes of those kingdoms. Yeah. Um, so one in possible interpretation of this is, would be that like a leopard would be representing the, the Greek empire, mm-hmm. that its feet were like a bear would represent the Persian empire, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth would be the Babylonian empire going Greek back. Right, 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 right. And the reason why John, or uh, by Daniel, describes them as separate beasts and John describes them as um, all parts of the same beast, and Daniel has the last one being the most fierce, being the kingdom that we're, the Antichrist kingdom, Mm -hmm. is that as we've learned, kingdoms build on each other. Yeah. That the, um, the, Babylonian Empire went through, conquered, established things, and then when the Medes and the Persians conquered Nineveh and they became the head, they didn't have to start from scratch. They Mm -hmm. were just able to take over there, and that the Medes and the Persians were overthrown by uh, Alexander the the Pretty Good, (laughs) and so he didn't have to start from scratch. That Mm -hmm. it's all, the the beast in this is world domination that we're shooting for. And the last one that Daniel sees is Totally different. We see that in the book of Revelation, that, and we've already talked about how this beast, the idea of world domination is something that men have sought for for all of human history, and now someone's going to succeed, but it's, it's going to be a confederation. It's going to be a group. It's going to be different. Uh, it's going to be more fierce because it can control, control everything. And again, as we've, we just were talking about, a hundred years ago, the idea that one person or one group of people or one confederation could control everything in the world would have been impossible to understand without massive amounts of troops stationed mm-hmm. everywhere. Today, if Mark Zuckerberg cuts off Facebook, everybody flips out. Yeah. And not just here. I mean, I, I've lived in the Muslim world uh, in the Middle East, and generally the first question I was asked was, switch Facebook account. <laughs> well, and because of social media and, you know, just the the interwebs, as you say, or or just because of the capabilities that we are from a, from a technical standpoint, I mean, you can get a political agenda out there in um, a click, you know, and then a few weeks and... This person picks it up, and this new source, you know, runs it, and you know, three months in, and you're a face of a political movement. I mean, right. it's just crazy how those things can develop when, you know, hundreds of years ago, even thousands of years ago, it would have been like this. That's not 
That's not possible. That's not a thing. That's, that's how you going to print the, the the bulletins. Yeah, to pass I mean, out? <laughs> I mean, and that would, and even even, I mean, just let's just go closer to home. Even thirty years ago, you would, I mean, you just just where in terms of how things have developed, and specifically in the last, you know, twenty five to thirty years, you, even thirty years ago, if you read this and talking about, well, it'll be a social media. Well, what's that? Or it'll be through all of our cell phones and how you can communicate through those and how you can be. You can show, you can see anything at any time, at any point, essentially in the on the face of the earth, and um, to see where to see where we were then versus where we are now. I mean, it's it's crazy to see how far you've come, and things are things continue to change. And so, I mean, like you, you can you can you can push anything pretty quickly. And just the concept or the the context of our world, we talked about this last week. Of if someone came along and just pushed, you know, not really a party either way, and just said, hey, you know what, let's just let's just stop. I mean, just you can come from a bunch of different angles and catch a following in a heartbeat. And, and even financially, the ability to control other people not that long ago would have been impossible. I, in fact, I, in, in my stinking lifetime, and I'm a young man, um, in my lifetime, I can remember being deployed for Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and some officer showing up with an ammo can with cash and a guy guarding him with a you know a, a, a rifle and him mm-hmm. sitting at a table and counting out my pre-deployment pay yeah. and handing me cash. If somebody wanted to take that cash away from me, they were going to have to hit me in the head and take it. <laughs> I, I last night at a at a small group meeting heard the story of a guy who. Um, the IRS sent him a letter and said, you, you've made a mistake in your taxes. You owe us $5,000. Yeah. Two weeks later, he gets a letter saying, we're garnishing your bank account. And he's like, I, I don't even know what that means. And he calls his local bank and they say, yeah, you're overdrawn by like 300 bucks because the IRS took your money. And it, it ended up being that the IRS had to give it back after he had to hire a lawyer and, and yada, yada, yada. But they came and took his money and he didn't even know it. Yeah, I mean, he's sitting at home watching Sports Center, and now he's broke and didn't know. <laughs> Whereas, again, just 15, 20 years ago, for someone to take all your money would have required somebody to show up. Yeah. And so, as we read in the story about how things couldn't be bought and sold unless the beast allowed it, that would have been an impossibility just 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was he going to do? Come in my house and take my stuff? <laughs> well, he didn't have to. That can be done from across the world with the push of a button. Yep. And so th- we see this idea and why John is grasping and saying, this kingdom's different than everything else. Again, world domination is still kind of a big deal, still kind of a big thing. Sure. But world domination in terms of what it takes to accomplish that now versus what it took to accomplish that 50, 100, 500 years ago is, is vastly different. And as odd as it sounds, Easier now than it would have been 500 years ago. Again, still not a still not a flip of a coin kind of feat to to accomplish. But I mean, the fact is, it's a lot easier now, and it's it's a lot more. You can see a, I can see a path clearly more now than I could have you know 100 or 500 if years ago. If you just ago. think about the metadata that's available about you, yeah. I mean, and guys, if you don't believe me, dear reader. Just talk about something strange and then see yourself get advertisement for it. <laughs> I mean, I've been around people who've been talking about CPAPs and about diabetes, and I'm getting all kinds of adverts for um, 
for you know finger stick stuff or for, for get your A1C under control. <laughs> and I've just been in the room as other people have talked about it. I the other day, Ann and I were joking around about the idea that I didn't think existed of man spanks. Do you know what spanks are? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so the ladies wear these things called spanks that are. Uh, spanks. I mean, I, I don't know. They, they're they're like to, they hold your tummy in. Yeah. So okay. So we were joking that, um, yeah, that I'm gonna you know kind of like the bro on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. a man brazier, um, that I, I'm gonna come up with man spanks. And oh, that that's totally day, a thing. Oh, I, that day I probably got twenty ads for man spanks that have sewn in abs mm-hmm. that you can wear under your t-shirt. Man spanks that are are for the big boys. Man spanks that will help you if you have medical conditions, if you catch a hernia or something. You can get these. So I, I got tons of ads on man spanks. So clearly. No matter what they want to tell you, that oh, we don't listen in. We don't turn that mic on. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. They ask, oh, I don't want them. You know, I don't, I don't want the. I don't want them seeing my dad. Or you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to say yes to this. Oh, if you know, Facebook over their privacy terms and conditions. I just well, they just be just, it known, Facebook. Just, all just, of my pictures you can't use. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Okay, just just say yes because and just update your stinking app because they already got it all anyway. They, I mean, they already. Do you want to? Do you do you agree? I mean, I don't even read the term and conditions anymore. I just scroll down to the bottom. Agree. You got it all, anyways. I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. If he wanted to, could sit down and look at everything that you have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not all that concerned about it. He could look point. down right now it. and say, you know what, Matt really needs to change all of his car. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throw that throw, throw that notification on his Toyota real quick. I'm just going to do that for him. All right, so. This is very different, and we see in this verse that to it, the this beast, the dragon, who we've already clearly defined as Satan, mm-hmm. gives his power and his throne and great authority. Now, those are terms that are used to in, in Daniel to the father giving that authority to the ancient of days. Uh-huh. And so, in fact, in Colossians, you, it'll sound very similar. In Colossians chapter 1, it says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And Jesus is before all things. And in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body of the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on heaven or on earth, making peace through the blood of his cross. Here Satan is creating an unholy trinity. Mm -hmm. He is imitating to the best of his ability a unholy trinity, and the beast is becoming his visible person. Well, and as you go on through the rest of it, at least this first part, these first what, the first ten or so verses of chapter thirteen, which we're never going to, which get we're not, so ne- next Christmas when we arrive at the end of chapter thirteen, uh, when you go through that, that's essentially kind of the underlying theme of the Antichrist and the enemy's movement is to be imitators and to be. Again, the Antichrist, the false Christ, this 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 imitation gospel, and I say that with air quotes and little g, very loosely, of you know, because we're gonna there's there's this which we're gonna do a mortal wound and seem a seemingly mortal wound and all that all the the connotations with that phrasing and things like that. Um, I mean, and then there's going to be you know 
the blasphemies that are going to come that are going to we're, we're essentially a cons- and consistently the enemy and this antichrist are trying to undermine the kingdom of god imitate that to to a, a to to a, a, a point that uh, that is attractive and is and is gaining some sort of momentum through politics or you know, however it's doing that. I mean, but that's the whole theme is just this, an imitation of the kingdom of God and of the gospel because that's what the enemy's trying to do is, hey, you know, God didn't, this, this is this is really how it is. God didn't really mean that. God didn't really, that's not what he said. This is what he meant. He doesn't really want you to have that because this is how it really is. And that's, I mean, this is, this, that, this is the MO that the Antichrist, the enemy, are pushing during these times is, is in establishing this, this false peace and all these things that are coming. It's all based on imitation. Yeah, it's it's great value, God. Yeah, it really is. I don't know. There's some great value stuff that's okay. Like I'm talking, like we're like Clover Valley Mm. food value, but value is spelled like there's no e at the end of it. It's just (laughs) it's just it's just v a l u. Like it's just like we are talking like bottom of the barrel kind of stuff here. But it's gonna feel right. It's gonna feel good. I mean, as we saw last week, the the enemy's not gonna come here and it's gonna look clearly counterfeit yeah i mean the the thing about counterfeit money is it doesn't look counterfeit oh like in um oh goodness is it second corinthians uh where satan where it's like you expect him with horns and these things but it actually comes transforms as the angel of light and angel of light sounds a whole lot better to me than the guy who comes up with you know pitchfork and he's all red and has horns everywhere like that's not yeah, obviously, if I see that, I'm not gonna go hang out with that dude. You know, not gonna happen. But the angel of light, well, that one sounds, that one sounds a little different. That one sounds like something I might want to be around. And it's just, it's all based on this imitation and and deception and appealing to what I like and what I want. Which again, we talked about last week was the whole part of the gospel is saying no to the things I like and the things I want, and for the sake and the cause of Christ. And man, sometimes I don't like that. No, we we don't. <laughs> so. Okay, so he he's got he's leopard, bear, mouth like a lion's mouth, and the dragon gives him authority, and one of his head seems to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed, and the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast, and they worshiped the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? And so uh, here, here we have a, a great value resurrection. Yep. Um, again, I feel like we're going to probably get in some kind of legal trouble here, but <laughs> Clover Valley re- resurrection. A uh, <laughs> growing up in a home where my mother was the queen of of uh, the imitation. Yeah. You know, instead of nutty buddies, you got got nut friends, mm-hmm. and and you got it's just all it was all that way. I I I absolutely filled to the brim of uh, allegories here. But here we have a fake. Re- now I want your opinion. Do you think that the beast dies, or is it he just gets whacked in the head and then he fakes it? I don't know. I, I want to say like I kind of caught this balance of I want to say okay, only God has power over life and death. But then I also believe that God can do anything He wants to, and if that's how if that's how He chooses to. Essentially, it comes down to: Is this some? Is this some Satan orchestrated faux resurrection, or is this something that God allows to happen? To I guess come together and show Him. Well, in the in the end, that yes, this this was this all was again imitation. 
but if we're but if I'm thinking of how the, if I if I'm settling on how I feel like the enemy works, which is imitation and deception and stuff like that, I want to lean towards some sort of, some sort of sense of faux resurrection or or something that's set up. I mean, I I don't know, man. I, I'm just kind of leaning towards more of how how I see his ways beforehand, and I and I want to and I, f- I feel like it sounds better for me to say that only God has power over life and death. So. <laughs> the Sunday school answer, yeah, Jesus. Uh, well. I, I don't know, I, and I really actually dug deep into this uh, when I was teaching through Revelation on Wednesday night, and I kept going back and forth because different people would have great arguments. I, I, the word seemed in the text, he seemed, um, is what, what led me to ki- ki- kind of finally settle on, okay, it's it's got to be fake. Yeah, well, and, there's, and, and this is, again, one of those really far-reaching themes is that this uh, this mortal wound was like the, I'm trying to think of how, this 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 was this was a historical commentary, not not a, a theological commentary that I read about this. But it was okay. This mortal wound to one of the heads was the Roman Empire that was that was taken down, and then now it seemed that the Roman Empire was dead, but now the Roman Empire is back, and that's, and that's what's happening here. And I'm like, well, why? Yeah, I, I mean, if everybody's would, worshiping it because he rose from the dead, that. To me, kind of falls apart. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 that, that's just. I mean, apparently, I, I, and maybe I just didn't know, and maybe this was it was a, it's a, you know, who John's writing to kind of thing. That, sure. That's the angle he's coming from. I don't know why the Roman Empire is such a, because I, I wasn't, I didn't live during this, and so I understand. I, I, I know why because you know John's on the island of Patmos because of the Roman Empire. I, I, I get kind of where he's coming. Well, from. and clearly, it still has an influence on us in the very fact that I mean, if you walk around DC. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Corinthian column. Yeah, and so, but the impact. So there's, but there's a lot of, especially when you're talking into the kingdoms of with the leper and the bear and the lion. There's a lot of, oh, it's the reestablished Roman Empire kind of thing um, that comes with. That was the mortal wound, and that was the kingdom that was slayed. And so, um, that's one. That's another school of thought that's out there. But again, I mean, why they why they fall down and worship it, and why the Roman Empire holds such a such a big thing. I think of, because I just think of the context of a, of a faux resurrection. If some political leader that everybody already that everybody everybody loves and endears and is following, is like man, this guy's hip and he's got some cool ideas. Quote unquote. Again, you can't see my air quotes, but air quotes dies. Right. Everybody sees him on national television get shot in the head. Right. And then in some period of time, bam, this cat is back and he is alive and he is he is. I mean. Just breathing and having a—I mean, just living the life to the fullest. Some—I mean—that's going to gain some traction, whether you like him, whether you don't. That's kind of a big deal. But how it is, I don't—I mean, I don't know if there's—you know—if it's like an Oz thing of guy behind the curtain. I, I don't know how it works out or what the what the magic trick is. But I—I I really, like you said, it seemed as if it was a mortal wound. It's got to be some sort of faux resurrection. I don't know how that works, or I have no theory. I—I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not going to. You know, waste breath on that, but that's just kind of where. Again, well, I mean, I people wanna, like I said, still I wanna... talk about the fact that Teddy Roosevelt's getting up for a speech, gets shot in the chest, yeah, and delivers the speech. <laughs> and so, if this, if if some politician were to get shot in the head, we we had to break in, into an Alabama football game to say yeah. the president's been shot, and everybody, and they announce that he's dead. I mean, I read all the time that people are dead, and I didn't go to the funeral. I mean, they. could could easily deceive me that they they died. I didn't know that the weekend hadn't been beat up all the time until last night. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that that was a whole meta thing about. Hmm. By the way, we're recording this the day after the Super Bowl with the guys running around with underwear in their head. 
That was um, so strange. It was very strange. Uh, but 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 if if you know they tell me that he's dead, we're mourning. His body's going to be, you know, out, and then he shows up at his own funeral. You know, they say Elvis is dead, but I didn't, I wasn't there when he. I wasn't there. There you go. So I don't. He, I mean, same thing. Uh, Tupac. John Lennon. Tupac. John Lennon. Tupac. Uh, Bigfoot. Big. <laughs> Okay. JFK Jr. QAnon, all of it. I mean, just I, all of it. All of it. Again, we don't want to get too too tight here. We don't want to base our theology and our belief system on conjecture. Yeah. I, but it, it appears to me that this dude has been seemingly killed. Now, I did read um, a whole theory that um, the, that he actually gets killed. This is kind of a modern conspiracy sort of idea, but his consciousness is uploaded to an AI and technologically speaking, could it happen? Probably so. So, and that would definitely freak some people out. It, it would again. And I'm, I'm going to stand by the principle I said earlier. I, through the way that te- the technology is right now, could I see that working out? I could. And if that's the way it happens, so be it. Again, I'm gonna be busy at the at the supper up in heaven, and y'all 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 figure that out. I mean, y'all. The, the, <laughs> guy, the guy that I read this, and I don't remember what website it was on. He went into great detail about how if there's an AI that is an upload of his consciousness, then every human being who's got an iPhone could pull up and have a conversation with him, and that this would revolutionize. I mean, it sounds political pretty, power. It sounds pretty crazy. I mean, I I can see it. I, I mean, I, it could happen. We don't know. I have no going clue. To, we warned you when we started this that I don't know is going to be commonly spoken in this podcast, and this is one where we've got details. We know that in some way that um, that he's going to appear to be like he died, and that after that it's going to. Uh, he, the whole world is going to worship the beast, saying, "Who is like the beast, and who can fight against him?" I don't like that. Like that phrase. Like that. Just it seems like that phrase of, of "Who is like the Lord, strong and mighty in battle." Like it just, man, we are. Just, this is that is not supposed to be said of anybody else, kind no. of thing. It like just kind of sends, again, just as we're going to continue to see in in chapter thirteen, the blasphemy and some of the things that come out. Oh man, just which kind of, we I were, don't like it. Segway chapter verse five. And the beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. Also, it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. And authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation, which is the exact same language that's used for the Great Commission, the exact same language that's used for the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Um, this person, is, whoever this dude is, is well-versed in all this. I mean, I, and I think that's a part of it. I mean, I think that really, I mean, you, you've got to be. You, you can't, you're not going to be able to leave the whole Christianity thing out of it. I mean, you're going to take it and turn it and twist it and you're going to curse all the you're going to you're going to zero in on all the doubts and all who's in heaven and all who's in not and who's wherever. I mean, you're going to zero in on all these doubts and and suspect things to to lure people and to imitate people and to lead people astray. All right. So the the beast was given a mouth so it's allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. So that's three and a half years. 
<laughs> oh wow, what a what a what a, what a what a length of time. Wow. Just yes. So three and a half years, he's allowed to exercise authority. He opens its mouth and utters blasphemies against God. In fact, that's an imitation of what is said of Satan in Isaiah 14, 14. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Mm. He wants to be God. He wants to have the authority of God. And so humanity, God's special creation made in the image of God, is all worshiping him and Everyone from every tribe, tongue, and nation whose name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life is worshiping him. So it looks like the enemy's plans coming together. He's allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them, which is, again, we can find solace in the word allowed. Yeah. That if God wanted to, he could just stop this. He's, God is showing, and what we're going to get as we get deep here in a few weeks, deeper into Revelation, we're going to actually talk about um, maybe some of the purposes of the Revelation and why God allows this to happen. But right now, let's just rest in the fact that God is still sovereign. God is still in control. The enemy is a little kid dressed up in his dad's clothes pretending Hmm. that God is allowing this to happen. And I think that maybe go to another Obviously, John knows how to write aloud because he, he does it. And that may go to another thing of this whole faux resurrection thing because it says seemed and not got allowed to have. I think that may kind of, again, using using that the, the words there um, because that allowed word, as you just said, I mean, that holds, a, that holds a lot of weight to it because that God's allowed, that God is not necessarily giving permission, but saying, okay, withholding the rest of his plans. And this is part of it. This, 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 this has got to happen. This is this has got to, this has got to develop. He's got to think that he has it all figured out. He's got to think that he has it all won, and then we'll show him what little what little wimp that he is. All right. So the next thing is the idea of um, those who don't worship him, those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and that's going to be deep. So, and we've been at this for a good forty minutes. So. <laughs> I think we've we've made it about as far as we can go. We did. We got further than we did last week. We did. We did. We're moving along. So we're going to be in 13. I'm just going to go ahead and warn you. We're probably going to be in 13 for the next few weeks. I was going to say easily three or four weeks because we're not even I – mean, we still got the other beast to deal with. I know. We haven't talked to him the yet. The second beast. I, the great value – of the clover the great value hype man that's what that's what he is like the more that i've read this and again some modern commentaries he's the hype man he is the hype man he is definitely the hype man um all right so this has been a uh, not another revelation podcast and uh, i hope that this is edifying to you and and you find it interesting and join us next week as we go deeper into revelation 13 go serve your king Thank you guys again for joining us on this week's episode of Not Another Revelation Podcast. You can join us live in person each Sunday at North Linko Baptist Church at 10 a.m. Or you can go to our website, northlinko.org, to watch our live stream or check out our other podcasts, ministry information, past sermons, and past worship service. Thank you guys for tuning in.